You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Encino Entertainment presents the first annual Golden Era Music Festival, uniting everybody through good music. Hosted by Rabbit of the B Side Show, featuring AZ, Corrupt, Cormega, Planet Asia, Ras Cast, Big Nord, Sugar Free, Rapping Forte, a tribute to Nate Dog by Little Nate Dog, Self Provoked, Tash of the Alcoholics, Medusa with a Life Band, and plenty of other dope MCs. Dope acts, make sure you're there. DJ Mark Love, DJ Flip Flop, DJ Skis, DJ Intrigue. Saturday, October 15, 2016, all ages, 4 p.m. to midnight, private party, midnight to 3 a.m. Memorial Hall, 231 West C Street, Wilmington, California, 90744. Tickets available at encino.eventbrite.com. B-Side Shop in Covina, Omiba Music in Hollywood, Sound Stations in Los Angeles, Fingerprints in Long Beach, Music Revolution in Whittier and OC, Kings Montclair. Saturday, October 15, 2016. We'll see you there. The Unity Project and Everyone Raps Now presents the Back Alley Beatdowns, Freestyle MC Battles, and Open Mic, hosted by the one and only Pause One. No riddance, no research, no bullshit. Cash prizes and promo packages to the winner. The Back Alley Beatdowns is a free all-ages event held every last Saturday of the month at the Alley Gallery and Art Supply Street Art on Display, 101 South Main Street in Pomona, California. For more info and updates, follow at Back Alley Beatdowns and at Unity.Project on Instagram. The Back Alley Beatdowns sponsored by Shady Life Clothing and The Dankiest. Welcome back to the show. You're now listening to a very special edition of Wake the Flock Up on our heart radio here on America's Talk. And uh, I got a very, I'm very excited about my guest because, you know, you talk to MCs, you talk to DJs, you talk to, you know, but you don't really don't get to appreciate the people behind the scenes, right? And I feel, especially nowadays, an MC not only should be an MC, an artist, well, he should also be his own promoter. And a lot of the times you have to be your own promotion company, your own social media, you know, all that stuff. But we're sitting down with someone who has made an art form out of this. We're sitting with the editor in chief of Underground Hip Hop blog, Armando Urena Jr. It's here Correct. in the studio with us. Yeah, I practiced this intro all day yesterday. I was like, okay, don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. No, so tell me how it began for you. Tell me where well, do we where do we get our start? Well, I'm a twin. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Victor Urena. Yeah. You know, uh, highly decorated war veteran. Uh huh. Two Purple Hearts. Wow. In Iraq. Wow. You know, that I did of, not I know that. For right. Echo. Uh huh. Magnificent bastards. But yeah, man, we both been underground hip hop heads since day one. Since I I could remember, you know, like. You remember that transitioning phase when we were listening to Snoop and Tupac oh, and sure. Dog Pound? Oh, and yeah. then, I don't know how you got into underground hip-hop, but for me, my homie was like, yo, have you ever heard of Gangstar? And I was like, no. Yeah. And as soon as he put it in, dude, literally, uh, I can't look back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. W- what was your transitioning phase? 
I same thing with you. It was uh you know it was Snoop Dogg. Do you remember that specific album or record that got you to flip like that? I do. And so it, I, I could uh, give give the credit to two of them because it happened. Because like, for me, it was Gangstar. For you, it was Gangstar, and it was the full clip song. Oh yeah, that's a great. It song. was the Gangstar full clip compilation, yeah, yeah. The, the the two disc. Yeah, but that was a ten year, right? Yeah, yeah. or the ten year anniversary. Yeah, ten year right? anniversary. Or yeah. was it twenty? No, it was ten. Ten. Yeah. So what was yours? So mine was uh, like I said, I could give credit to two of them, and one I, I followed more deeply than the other. The first one was uh, Hieroglyphics. You never knew. Oh, it's like that. Nice. Yeah. And I was like. Whoa. And then the scratching and the melodies. I'm like, well, what is this? And I remember bugging my friend, like, yo, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's a group called Hieroglyphics. And I begged him to borrow that tape, right? I begged him forever <laughs> to borrow that tape. And he goes, nah, you know, back in the days, you were very protective over your tapes. You're like, nah, dude, I can't do that. I can't do that. And I, and I remember I give him $5. I'm like, dude, I'll give you five bucks. Like, I was so interested in this song that I wanted to hear what, was out, what else was on this tape. And the thing that sealed the deal was the second track on that tape. Right. It was uh, Atmosphere. It was um, trail, uh, my like journeys down the Mushroom Trail with Slug and Soul. And after that, that was it. Yeah. I was like, yo, who yeah. is who's Slug? And then from there, it just branched out. Yeah, just growing yeah. Up so, to yeah, be you know, obviously going back to the subject. So, you know, we've been underground hip hop hits. You know, since, you know, I can remember. Right. And uh, my twin, he was a rapper. Mm -hmm. So uh, he started rapping. I, I started doing his PR, his music videos and whatnot. We, you know, we were a little uh, collective called Step Down Music. And uh -huh. then one thing led to another. We got this domain and we were like, yo, you know, what, what are we going to do with it? Mm -hmm. So our first plan was, okay, why don't we just blow it up and then just push us so we could blow up mm -hmm. and be greedy mm -hmm. and be selfish, right? Right. But then we ended up realizing that it was bigger than than ourselves. It was it was bigger than than anything we could ever imagine because I believe there has never been an outlet for underground hip hop mm -hmm. a proper on a level right? on, on, on a proper online yeah. level. Yeah. So what we do for the culture is revolutionary, mm -hmm. and we launched Cinco de Mayo of 2012, and we haven't looked back since. Mm -hmm. So the 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 thing the beautiful thing about the blog is not only is it so well constructed that it automatically lends it credibility. Because like back in the day, if you, if you remember, the the what it was, it was just playlists of songs, you know? And it wasn't really any news behind it. I'm talking about the websites that were dedicated to hip-hop, right? And um, they were just blog, it was just a playlists that the person would create, submit your, submit your MP3, submit whatever. And it was just, you could just scroll, but there was no news about the culture itself. Correct. Right. Correct. That, right. But remember when we were young and, you know, um, the early 2000s, yeah. late 90s, there was an art form to looking for underground hip hop. Oh, it, was, absolutely. It, was, it was, it was crate digging or, you know, going to underground hip hop shows, um, word of mouth. Yes. Now we we live in 2016 mm -hmm. and we're the ones changing the name of the game when it comes to underground hip hop promotion mm -hmm. when fans all across the world are typing in underground hip hop. Right. So we're fortunate enough to be on that top tier when it comes to that search engine. Uh -huh. Um look up and uh but yeah, you know, um obviously there's more than a uh abundant of rappers out there that are trying to get exposed so we're trying to hold it down make sure we filter through the bullshit and only push quality content you mm -hmm. know um and when we come back 
I want to get into more specifics about you and, and, you know, your mentality behind it, right? Your filtering system that you have, right? right? And the, the branding, which I find it to be simple, simple and genius at the same time. Because you were, Word like up. you said, you were able to corner the market just off of branding alone and a very simple way of, of doing it. But it may be too simple for other people to realize that, oh, this is the way to go. Right. right? And also the, the people that you've worked with, the people on your team, the artists that you've managed to sit with, yeah. where we can find the blog, all that good stuff. Right. So I'm sitting here with Armando, the editor in chief of undergroundhiphopblog.com. And when we get back, you get to know him a little better here on Wake the Flock Up. I Heart Edition on America's Talk. Welcome back. You're now listening to Wake the Flock Up, a very special edition of Wake the Flock Up here on America's Talk on iHeartRadio. I'm sitting with Armando Urena. Is that is that right? Yes, sir. The editor-in-chief of UndergroundHipHopBlog.com. Let me ask you, you said you work very closely with your twin brother. Yeah, we hold each other accountable at all times. <laughs> so calling it's you the... group effort. Is there... Calling you the editor-in-chief, is he also We're, hold that position or is it... Of course he does. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm technically co-editor-in-chief. Oh, so he's... You know, I pay him the respect because okay, you know, so, at the end of the day... So go get your was, brother he was and then the rapper, you leave and then he you know? can stay. But that's, you know, he kind of just lives in a, you know... Lives in his own world, so you know. Yeah. Pause one calls him the Wizard of Oz behind the computer. The screen. Wizard of Oz behind the computer. Right. Also, <laughs> uh, what what do you do that he won't do, and what does he do that you don't do? You know, uh, you know, in accordance to the blog. We tackle all the aspects, man. We tackle the publication. We tackle the advertising, marketing, remarketing, promotion um networking we do it all mm -hmm. um it's a group effort fortunately we've expanded um our staff you know to about a few heads that are really dedicated to the underground hip-hop culture right obviously we got um pause one mm -hmm. part of our team he mm -hmm. does all of our exclusive video interviews mm -hmm. and when he can't well when he's not available i jump in but you guys could obviously check out our youtube page ughh blog and we have about 80 interviews classic video interviews keep mm -hmm. in mind mm -hmm. that no one in the underground hip-hop scene has mm -hmm. you know pause one to give you a little bit of background of pause you know he was making music with victor of non-combatants he, he goes by mc convoy mm -hmm. i don't know if you remember back in the day mm -hmm. they used to have a group called the non-combatants mm -hmm. and uh how we met pause is uh through them making a song and we thought he was dope he thought my brother was dope. They made a song. They even, they eventually made a video. Um, so that's how we know Paws. But yeah, we tackle everything. Um, like I said, we launched May of 2012. And since then, man, it's just been a roller coaster. And like how you mentioned before, you know, um, the branding, you know, um, it just took off grassroots. Right. The, 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 the name of the blog, Underground Hip Hop right. Blog. Yeah. Like I said, it, there's there's simplicity, but there's genius in that simplicity because some people want to overthink it. Oh, it's, uh you know, 
to this or blah 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 like you're 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 throwing these things and you think oh this is going to be a dope name but really the the easiest way to brand yourself right and for people to find you and then you kind of corner every because the first thing they're going to type in is underground hip-hop right and then boom yeah underground hip-hop blog mind, shows up the idea behind the domain name that we uh were fortunate enough to to get it was based on the fact that they were underground hip-hop artists mm -hmm. Right? Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Right, right. We were all influenced by underground hip hop at some at some point in time. Right. And for us fortunate heads, you know, we're still influenced by it. Um We we started being influenced and now we put ourselves in a position where we influence correct. the underground hip hop. And right. that takes a lot of has a lot of pressure attached to it, a lot of responsibility also I feel. And I think some blogs, some magazines forget that. Right. Right? And there that's when you have these controversial releases of like them backing certain artists, which are clearly not the best thing for the culture at any time, especially now when it's like, hey, everyone can submit music, everyone can create music, everyone raps now. Okay, but these that you're backing them up, you're backing up artists that really aren't substantial. Correct, right? and they were all backed up by major record labels that right. had massive wallets and right. advertising budgets. Yeah. So let's be real, you know, they, obviously they get the shine because they're trying to spoon feed it to the masses. Right. right, and it becomes a strategy of making money, not providing or submitting something to the culture that will advance it, right? And the reason that I, we talk so highly of the culture with just hip-hop is because it's done so much for us in our personal lives that when we get to a place where we have a voice, right, that we, we want to treat it properly, Right. Right. But let me ask you what entails underground hip hop? What is underground hip hop? Well, to me, underground hip hop is music with substance. Okay. Music with uh integrity, mm -hmm. positivity, um, and originality. You know, let's face it, mainstream hip hop, everyone's biting each other. There's no way around it. Mm -hmm. Everyone sounds the same. Yeah. Everyone has the same gimmick. Right. Everyone has the same look. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Well, let me, uh, I've said this before, and, and the way it was in the 80s and early 90s was, who gets, find me the new sound. Find me that person that's, that new sound, that the new, the new era, the one that's going to bring the new, fat. find me that person. Now it's very much, find me some, who's, who's, the, who's the hottest out now? Oh, okay, future, find me 20 people that sound like future so that we can have our future. Right. So we can have that version and, and make money off of him. Right. It's no longer find me the more original, the most original. It's now, who's the hottest? Mimic that and let's make some money. And trust me, we're not the cliche of what people define underground is, you know. For example, um, you ask a random individual who has some hip-hop knowledge, right? right. What's, your form, what's your definition of underground? They'll tell you, well, look, it's uh, when an artist is not big, mm -hmm. that's underground. Mm -hmm. That's right. Am I right? right? Like, yeah. That's that's the uh, the most cliche way of thinking about it. But that's not underground to me. Right. You know, it's not about being played on the radio. That's not what underground is. Underground is real hip hop. Mm -hmm. Am I right? True hip hop. True hip hop right. that hits you in the heart that you can relate to, and it feels like a gem because you already know not a lot of people are listening to that. Recently, you and me both attended the Raskas uh, album list, listening listening party for his intellectual property coming out, right? Raskas is an artist who has had commercial success, 
but I would still classify him as an underground head, underground artist, yeah. right? Why? Why would I do that? Because he he stays true to him. Yeah. He's never changed his vision or his... He's maintained a certain classification of artistry in his music that some artists were willing to sacrifice to get to the next level. Yeah. Raskas, whether it's helped him or not, but, financially has decided mm. to stay the course in his artistry. But right? what's your definition of success? Exactly. Because is, is, it, is it the monetary gain or the influence? Right. Raskas will, there's no debating that he will be classified as one of the greatest hip-hop artists of all time. Once you create like a hip-hop list, yeah. if you go down history, in hip-hop, in the annals of hip-hop history, you're going to see Ras Kaz, and it's going to be one of the greatest lyricists that in history, right? Yeah, same goes for Slug, right? Exactly. Slug. Same goes for Guru. Right. Same goes for Big Al. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, real underground heads relate to one another. Right. There's not a lot of them out there. And, and when I do bump into someone that's a real underground head, like, yo, have you heard of Benefit? Mm -hmm. Like, yo... Like, shout out to Benefit out in Florida. He's, you know, one of my biggest influences. Mm -hmm. You know, he's been supporting the blog ever since we launched. And it's, you know, it's humbling to, right. to know someone like Benefit, right. who was a Napster genius, oh, yeah. supports us. Yeah. You Tell know, me a little bit about Benefit. Tell me about Benefit because I want people to understand how early yeah, on it came Benefit, you know, on. I'm not sure how long you've known about him, Concept, but I've known about him since high school. For a while. Yeah. Yeah, for a while. And he was actually the first online rapper out there right. underground that actually went viral right 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 i believe if i'm not mistaken he had layered um a track and he added an eminem verse to it and then it got him some you know got up some some exposure but mm -hmm. then his other content just just blew everyone out of the water and that was back in dialogue days oh yeah right all my friends stood around watching it happen nobody up. even made a slight effort yeah, that's a benefit yeah. right not believe it i thought i had friends it turns out um, they were really cowards in the end hey that's legendary right, right there right benefit. see that's my definition of underground right there man it's not about the monetary game but yeah. this cat right here influenced yeah. everyone that i know that's right. a true underground hip-hop head am i if am i not mistaken oh and then benefit being original, right? Not only does he have the serious raps, and he has the raps where he just goes all out, MC, and just delivers like a uh, uh, sick, right? He has that track sick. It's just like bars, right? so sick, so sick, right? But then he also has the comedic rap that that only that open the door for your tone defs, yeah, your wax, right? And, right? and my favorite song out of his catalog was uh, "Proceed with Caution." Mm, that's a great track. That was an awesome yeah. song right there. But, so he was lending himself artistically to this new endeavor of like, if I can send someone, if I'm in L.A. and I can send someone a track in New York, even if it takes two days to get there, that's amazing that I'm able to do that without a physical, physically mailing them a CD or whatever, right? Yeah, and the reason why I, I, I point out Benefit is because he was the first one that I got exposed to when it came to hand-to-hand. Um, -hand. mm hand in hand when you're kicking in with your homies you're mm -hmm. smoking and you know they're bumping a cd player mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you overhear it. you're like yo right. what is that that yeah. was my first ever experience when it came to hand in hand underground hip-hop right right you know when did you decide to go the blog direction and how did you know to go the blog direction well in an era where there wasn't a blog to follow yeah you know at that time in 2012 we were actually doing our research and see who was going to be our competitors and there was no one out there right why because underground hip-hop is a niche audience mm. it's not a general audience it's a niche mm -hmm. 
You have to very much be into it to just to know of it. Correct. Right. So how did you capitalize on that though? Like what did you do to capitalize on that? It's the internet, man. The internet mm. makes it simple for the masses to just get on their phones and type in underground hip hop if they're part of that niche, if they're part of the culture. Mm-hmm. We're fortunate enough to be one of the most visible internet websites out there when it comes to that market. Mm-hmm. So you've co- you corner the underground hip hop market fan yeah. base, the fan yeah. base, and obviously to to hold down that position, you know, it's very difficult. It's very time consuming to keep that title. To keep it, yeah, right. Now, let me ask you this: When it comes to artists submitting their stuff, right, what kind of filtering system do you have? Yeah, we get hundreds of submissions per day from right. all across the nation, right, all across. Um, the East Coast, the West Coast, we get a lot of submissions from overseas. Mm-hmm. So you know. There's uh it's very time consuming to filter through filter through every submission. You know, we might not get to every single one of them, but we do hold it down and we listen to every submission that we open. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. And we sit there and listen to it and say, Hey, look, is this something that could cater to our audience? Because at the end of the day we're trying to protect the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. You know? We're trying to protect the kids from listening to bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two so you kind of who? How? What is the filtering system though? Like, is it you just literally listening to the submissions that are being correct? Wow! And keep in mind, yeah, that's ninety nine point nine percent of all those premier hip hop websites yeah. do not listen to the material at all. Right, right. Yo, right. how big is your wallet? Mm. Give yeah. me a few thousand dollars, you'll be on World Star Hip Hop. <sighs> wow, wow. It, do do we have um, artists that have maybe fallen from grace? In your eyes, that well, the the love, what I love about underground hip hop blog right now is that when we do get submissions that are gems, yes, man, dude, yeah. it's like a breath of fresh air, right? You know, um, there's one artist that really caught our attention. His name is Kyle Bent, K Y L E space B E N T. Have you heard of him? No, no, uh-uh. a very gifted artist. Okay, very young. You know, we actually took him out to South by Southwest a few years back. Um, we got him on the Cypher Effect. Okay. Got him a little bit of exposure there. Right. But, man, he's been doing it himself. You mm-hmm. know, you check out Cobb on YouTube, man. This guy has over 10, 20,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of hits per video, man. Mm-hmm. He's really, I believe, the future of underground hip-hop. Nice, nice. And we, I want to really get into it in our next break, right? We're going to talk a little bit about controversies and some issues that you've had with artists and local people and stuff like that and i want to know why that would occur right and then how you try to avoid that in the future and how do you maintain the relationship with the artists where they trust you with their submissions of their music because Mm -hmm. i could blindly submit my stuff to all these blogs right but i might not understand what the true process of that or what it'll and what what that entails and there's blogs where i don't want to be exposed in i don't want uh, maybe i don't want the backing of that of that blog for whatever reasons but because i'm such an independent artist i want my music put out everywhere is that a mistake or is any exposure good exposure right well i want to get into that with armando when we come back the editor-in-chief of underground hip-hop blog here on wake the flock up a special iheart edition on america's talk let me get it like that. Yeah. Heard that y'all wanna be where I'm at. Yeah. Heard that y'all wanna step in my shoes. They don't know that I've been working like a beer on crack. Banging out records even when they say no. Now they calling it dope. You should put it past that. Back when the rap track only got me left at. Now I'm treating up the wave, so you better catch that. Listen here. I know they see me moving. I know they see me vibing. 
Benefit, proceed with caution, taking us back in from the break here on Wake the Flock Up on America's Talk here on uh, your iHeart radio station. I'm sitting here with Armando, the editor and co-editor-in-chief of undergroundhiphopblog.com, one of the biggest hip-hop blogs in the world, in the known universe. You don't know, Mars might be holding it down, bro. And you get some competition from over there. You don't know. Yeah, as soon as we land some humans out there, get <laughs> get some internet going, we're there. Dude, they should send a rapper out there be like, oh, I was the first rapper in space. You know, first rapper to you know, spit <laughs> bars in space or something. So you've developed th- this great following. People visit your site. You get d- d- uh, thousands of submissions per year, I'm sure. Shout outs to Instagram. Oh, much love. Man, <laughs> we got like 42,000 so far. Yeah. Of our niche audience, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, but with with great success comes a lot of headaches. A lot of headaches. A lot of a lot of people might be rubbed the wrong way that you're right. having success at the rate you're having it, or they might have issues with you for other reasons. Well, I'm right? not having success. We're not having success. These human beings that are running it, we're not having success. It's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. It's the culture. It's underground hip hop. Right. It's the new way of promoting mm-hmm. online promotion. What do you think the biggest mistake is that these upcoming artists are doing, whether they're underground or they're... Go, they're, they're they have no idea how different. important it is to get published online, not just on our websites, but mm-hmm. dozens of other websites. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if they're premier hip-hop websites or true up-and-comers. Get all the publicity and publications you could get, because if you're going to keep your head in the sand, good luck with your career. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I right? Yeah. Is there such a thing as bad promotion? There is no bad promotion. You don't think it doesn't so? exist. No. Mm. Because if you really want to be an artist, you have to eliminate all those distractions, all the negatives and positives, mm-hmm. and just keep moving forward. Streamline it. Mm. Streamline it. Mm. You know, and mm. just hit it hard. It might seem bad, but run through that promotion. Yeah. Utilize that and as take advantage, catapult it. Take advantage of what the online game could give you because at the end of the day, record labels are gonna be non existent. Mm. Moving yeah. forward in a few years, I, I can't see record labels even existing anymore. They're they're completely fading out. Why? Because of social media. At that time, back in those days when um, it was word of mouth or selling out of your backpack, major record labels had all the control when it came to providing the source of entertainment just through radio and TV. Right. Am I right? There right. was nothing Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? But ever since AOL came out, and then from there, MySpace mm. was a great music platform. Absolutely, you know. And then Facebook took over. Right. YouTube took over. Right. Now you have all these little other social media outlets. And what does that equal to? It's it equals to having the same resources and capabilities that every major record label had at back in those days. So why it, not take advantage in your hands? Am I not mistaken to say there's a lot of artists that we know personally that are really successful and not having to you know, given to any major record label. They're just taking advantage on social media. They understand how it works. Yeah. See, what I tell people is like, uh, they'll they'll promote on Facebook and on Instagram. And I tell them, dude, that's, you got two websites down. Right. And in a humongous internet, you got two. Awesome. You're doing great. Get out there. You got to get, today you did two, tomorrow do six, tomorrow do 20. Get your word, spread your word out there, right? But be prepared to work hard at it. Right. It's not as simple as posting something on Facebook and expecting it to blow up. 
Yeah. That's rarely ever the case, if ever the case, right? right? And then, like, we're kind of, like, in the middle of, like, the true up-and-comers and then the people that are already established in the underground hip-hop game. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a mix and match because it's like, what do we do? Do we only promote true up-and-comers or do we promote the headliners that we all love? Mm-hmm. At one, at some a point of time, we're going to have to figure out and understand that we have to promote the true up and comers because they're going to be the new headliners. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous right now with the oversaturation of artists out there because like in the next 10 years, who are going to be the true headliners out there? Right. So you know? if someone is featured on undergroundhiphopblog.com, is that, is that the blog backing them as artists? Correct. You, you'd say that? Of course. Okay. Because okay. they made it on our outlet. Right. You know? Yeah. And to be on Underground Hip Hop Blog should be a privilege because it's like, look at our niche. Mm-hmm. It's a culture. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's it's not a, a category of music, dude. Underground Hip Hop is is a culture itself. It's a mentality. Yeah. It's a feel and to I your music. And I wish I had all the time in the day to shout out all my influences, man. <laughs> but it's like, you know, our influences, it's like what? Like pages long, man. Right, right. You know? But yeah. there's dozens of, of artists that influenced us. But see, Underground Hip Hop Blog is for the people. The kids dictate on what we want to promote and what we want to publish at the end of the day, man. It's like, but we're trying to save as many of them as possible because, you know, as you are aware, it's so easy to get sucked into that vacuum of Mm. the mainstream hip hop, which is pretty disgusting nowadays. It is. But let me ask you this as media, right? You're talking about the people that have influence in the past, and a lot of them are going to be MCs. They're going to be the people that we heard growing up. But do you have any media influences? That you kind of look look up to, yeah. Undergroundhiphop.com. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great that's a great website, also. dude. I've been buying CDs from that outlet since I was like twelve. Uh huh. Yeah, it's great. They were they were up back in you know ninety eight when AOL was was available. You know, I remember saying? when it was all text. Right? It, there was no pic because I don't know they couldn't figure out code yet, but it was just yeah. like writing and it said who, where, featuring when, and it was just like like you could see pages of just yeah. writing. Description. It was of the like songs a hip hop bible to us to go on that website. It was amazing. It was a great website. <laughs> you know that we- website held it down for years. W- what undergroundhiphop.com does, they sell physical merch mm-hmm. on their on their platform, mm-hmm. and uh, that's where I got all my CDs from when I was a kid. But yeah, they influenced us because obviously they're a dot com and they dominated in, in, in that scene. Um, two dope boys. Mm. There was another website called kevin nottingham that really influenced us back in the day mm-hmm. i'm not sure where where, where he went mm-hmm. um but yeah it was just you know a few websites here and there but ultimately it was music itself that influenced us to move forward with underground hip-hop blog mm-hmm. and you know it's it's not that me or my brother blew it up it was the people who blew it up it was the artists that we were promoting because it was a need they were for telling us they were telling us how appreciative they were right to getting them heard exactly yeah you know it, the need and it's like that's worth there, more than anything and any you were money. satisfying that it, it was satisfying yeah it, on on all all parties absolutely you know? yeah and we'll get back to it because there's a little more there's a couple more things that i really want to talk to you about because you have a perspective that no one else has so when we come back with Armando, the editor-in-chief of UndergroundHipHopBlog.com, here on Wake the Flock Up on a special edition iHeartRadio on America's Talk.
Welcome back to the show. Wake the flock up on America's Talk here on iHeartRadio. I'm sitting with Armando, the editor-in-chief of, under, of undergroundhiphopblog.com. It's an amazing blog. Uh, as I look through the blog, I'm thinking, dude, this is so many hours of just sitting here and editing. Having running my own website, wakethefloggup.net. Dude, it's just tedious r- making sure that this is where I want it and then changing your mind. and then, But you you got a skeleton, right, to the blog that you follow through. And the blog has grown to be a great platform for upcoming artists, but also for the artists that are already established that want to promote to the masses, to the people that they know will follow them where they go, right? Yep. Was there an artist in particular that you were very excited about or you were super excited about having reached out or that you're promoting at the time? Necro. Yeah, you're a big Necro fan. I realize that, yeah. yeah. I'm a huge Necro <laughs> fan. I'm like probably one of the biggest Necro fans out there. Yeah. Man, ever since, what, 2002 when I heard, what, Gory Days, was it? Mm. How, how did that connection happen? We were dying to book them. Mm. You know, we're not show promoters. We're not, you know, uh, event promoters in any way. But we were just like, look, if there's one artist that we would love to see perform, mm-hmm. who would it be? Mm-hmm. We all said Necro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, he's the king of horrorcore death rap. And, uh, yeah, we, we negotiated for about two years, you know, to get him out here. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's, he he accepted our invitation. He came out. We rocked the show. I'm not if you, sure if you were there, but mm-hmm. we ended up doing the show at the Yost in Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. We sold about 800 tickets yeah. to see that guy. Yeah. And, man, it was legendary. Um, he's one of my big biggest influences. He's my favorite MC and producer. Really? So shout out to Necro. Okay. And uh, the Necro has worked with the likes of like Kooji Rap and, right. and all these other cats. That it, it has, he has established himself as a living legend in the underground game right now. Yeah. So when someone asks me, <clears throat> hey, who's your favorite MC slash producer? I'm going to say Necro. A right. lot of people disagree with that, but yes. that's my opinion. That's who I... I consider my top. I respect that. I respect that. Let me ask you this from the perspective of someone who runs a successful blog. For other blogs, other media outlets, what do you think their biggest mistake is that they're doing now? Getting a horrible name. Oh, okay. And you're talking for branding purposes. It's branding purposes, man. You need to get something that rolls right off your tongue. Because mm. I just recently launched IndieHipHop.com. Yeah. yeah. It rolls right off your tongue, right? Sure. And it's memorable. And right. it's one of the first things I'm going to look up. And what's indie hip hop to you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, for me, it, it's the very, very it's close in, to it's, underground hip hop. Independent hip hop, right? Independent hip hop, yeah. It's a, it, I think it's a bigger umbrella. Yeah. But obviously, our bread and butter is underground hip hop. Like that's what that's what I love. You know, that's what we all got influenced by. Um, we're about to launch a radio station mm-hmm. called UndergroundHipHopRadio.com. It's going to be a coast to coast stream, twenty four seven. Available on any iPhone, any Android device, just uh, UGHH Radio, Underground Hip Hop Radio. And, you know, I don't know. We have a few ideas on on how to work it. But my goal is to just, you know, stream Underground Hip Hop. Mm -hmm. You know, stream Slug, stream Necro, stream, um, you know, Kooji Rap. And just on rotation. Just on rotation, you know, like a radio station that wasn't available when we were kids. Right, right. You know, right. imagine, right? Yeah, like, the, yeah. If if you were in high school, That's, that would just push play and just go about if my day. If someone told you, "Yo, check out Underground Hip Hop Radio," I would have been on it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I would have been stuck. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm trying to hold that down and 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 get a team together for that. But anyways, yeah, man, it's uh, 
it's a it's a blessing, you know, to to be a part of the culture mm-hmm. that you're yeah you've been a fan of for so long. Right. It's it's uh I I, I can't even uh, define how how I feel. Let me ask you, you know? this: uh, when we go to certain websites or we do certain things, it's because we need to escape from reality for a little while. Right. Right. So when we go to Underground Hip Hop Blog. Dot com. <clears throat> Are we seeing news, national news appear, local news, or is it strictly We're not a satire hip-hop website. Uh-huh. When we do publish news, it's relevant news, to, like, for example, to our niche. Got it. Yeah, we're not here trying to follow people. Because see, what I see a lot of websites do is when they see good satire or, or, or good headline, they just copy and paste it and post it on their site. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. We try to stay away from that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, when we do publish news, it's relevant news, right. you know, off the underground hip hop scene, mm-hmm. you know, or, or affecting the artists or its listeners. Right. OK. When did that decision come about that you're going to go strictly in this direction? What do you mean? Yeah. Like uh, because like that's a very that's a very that's a specific thing to keep in mind. Like, OK, no, it has to be directly related or it's not on did you not see it be profitable or is it just not something that you want to touch it's just something that i don't want to dabble in you know because okay. you know to spread rumors and to create beef or you know to influence kids with negativity that's well, not i'm what speaking we're about to... like a like a like a big shooting or you know 9-11 memorials or something like that yeah that's that's not underground hip-hop it doesn't involve doesn't... your niche so why include Correct. it okay understood Correct. the reason i bring that up is because uh i consider myself hip-hop media and i walk those shoes very proudly and i also know that they they come with a lot you know a lot of responsibility because the hip-hop media that was out five years ago or even now all the major outlets just are really i think it gets to some point where you're making fun of the culture more than you're really providing it or contributing to it someone that i look up to as media was sway because sway was uh obviously started with the wake-up show sway and tech sway and tech then sway got hired on by mtv news and if you remember that sway was a credible reporter for MTV News at the time that he was he was covering he was covering stuff he was covering real real news and he has the last interview with Tupac before he died like he's a member of the hip hop media and he carried himself very well and now he has the the show on Shady and even that he does with a lot of class a lot of style he's not there to make fun of anyone or, or perpetrate rumors or anything like that for me he's a great example of how to do hit how to complete and compete in hip hop media properly yeah and and one thing i love about um sway's show is that he does put people on blast if they go in there and they're acting like fools it's very important also not only to support other artists but be a voice and state your opinion because at the end of the day your opinion you build you work so hard to build it credibility to your opinion so if i have an opinion about an artist or an action or something i'm going to use my platform to state it and i and i expect and I know that my fans are following me and listening to me. So that puts a lot of pressure on me to stay real, to stay true, to never really walk the line of selling out or, or whatever that means to you. To me, it means be as realistic with myself as I can be with my artists and my listeners yeah. because they're depending on me. So when you see somebody on Wake the Flock of Dinette, that means I, I believe in this person and he's contributing something positively. I'm never going to interview someone for money. Like, I'm never going to interview someone because they're the hot person and I need those clicks. That right there, I'll lose all credibility and everything I said means nothing now. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's important to keep in, line as, keep in mind as hip-hop media. Right? Because 
<clears throat> not only has hip hop become this humongous culture and it's this lifestyle for you, for me, for all our listeners, right? It's also been, it's also become what it was intended to be mm-hmm. an outlet when it's delivered properly. Mm-hmm. And you and me are the filters, like Jon Stewart, of the war on BS. Yeah. And there's a lot of BS being pushed out and it's clogging the real pipes of hip hop and real pipes of media. And we've developed an area where we are now the filters of these yeah, things, right? And, and you're all, you're possibly the only one that caters to the true underground hip hop scene as well when it comes to doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, your podcast is 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 really underground hip hop. I appreciate that. I it, I try to keep it as real to myself as real to the listeners and to the viewer and to the uh, the artists that I have on as because if I'm Vlad, right. At this point, I'm just making fun of Lord Jamar when he comes on board, right? I'm just saying, okay, I know Lord Jamar is going to say something so controversial that people are going to click. And at this point, you realize Lord Jamar is pretty much a racist who's just ranting on air. So you're making fun of Lord Jamar now by having him on the fifth time. Vlad TV is such a horrible <laughs> outlet, man. <laughs> it's what I tell people. It's, it's but, embarrassing. Oh, I would you not say that, do that. Like as a publisher right, or someone right. part of the... Uh, online hip-hop media let's say um wow man to push material like that man yeah. it's it, embarrassing it, and now he's black who has millions of viewers and followers and stuff what are you using How are you utilizing it to put, put move the culture forward and, and paint it in this positive light or are you just doing what like you know your 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 hip-hop uh world, you know like world stars are you just milking it trying to get your cash and at the end of the day you're you're part of the problem you're Definitely. proud of the problem and you're disrespecting the culture that you so so much live in and make money off of yeah. right but see what vlad doesn't understand is that um he he lost his integrity exactly like to be real right because a lot of the stuff that i see is is, is like spoon-fed to me you know, it's the soft, the softball pitches. That yeah, that, right? Here you go, here. And look, I'm off. It's I'm so comedic. I have to watch it. I'm not gonna attack you. If you're on my show, is I respect you either because of your music, your hustle, your mentality, whatever it is, right? And one of the examples I use is like an artist like King Little G. King, I had King Little G on the show. I respect his struggle. I respect his mentality, his work ethic, the 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 um, that's the fact that he stays true to himself in the music. Do I listen to King Lil G on a daily basis? No, I do not. But I respect him because not only is he a young Hispanic artist that's making waves and doing music his way, he doesn't have to um, cater to a certain style to, to, to build the fan base that he has built. To me, that was important to hear from him, to see how, what his mentality was and his struggles and his daily stuff. So I had him on. So I back him as an artist on the on the sole fact that he's doing hip hop right. Yeah. You know? And he's still considered a underground hip hop artist. So but there are main ma- are there mainstream artists that you would consider underground hip hop? None of them. None. None of them. No one from Wu Tang. I have to hold it down. Okay. You No, Wu Tang is an exception. Well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there's those are artists. You're the one that mentioned Wu Tang. Wu Tang <laughs> is the exception, man. Wu Tang yeah. is for the kids. Nas. Nas is an exception. So there's certain artists that But he's you, not mainstream to me. It's the mentality it's not, behind it, it, it's, the music. It's the success. It's the influence success. To me, to have success in the music industry is not about how much money you earned or, you know, it's about how you've influenced mm-hmm. 
you know the mm-hmm. kids or the masses mm-hmm. you know nas is is one of the legends and those two that we just mentioned wu-tang and nas have but done any if you can't deny their influence on the entire culture yeah by doing what staying real to themselves delivering the music they want to deliver and walking this fine line of ha- be as successful as possible but when it comes to your music maintain its integrity mm-hmm Therefore, you're helping hip-hop advance because you're showing an example that it can be done without selling out. It can be done without sacrificing your manhood in a lot of the times. And you know who is the perfect example of that? Swollen members of Canada. Oh, oh. shout out to Matchout and yeah. Prevail and Rob the Viking, absolutely. Yeah. They, we got battle a lot of things happening with you, the Battle Axe Warriors. You're a Battle Axe Warrior, I'm a Battle right? Axe Warrior. There it is. Me and Matchout have a meeting and we're going to, coming up and we're going to talk a lot and you're going to see Wake the Flock up moving in, in a direction that I've been wanting it to move in a long time, but now it's the time to do it. So thank you for joining us, Armando. I really appreciate your perception, your, your, your vision that you have for hip hop and I thank you for being a great outlet thank for, you for our culture. Thank you for having us. You're more than welcome to come back whenever you like. You listeners, follow us at wakethefloc.net. Check out all our interviews, weekly interviews, and undergroundhiphopblog.com. Follow us at UGHHblog. Very simple. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Got it. So, for Armando, for Underground Hip Hop Blog, for Real Hip Hop Everywhere, this is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us wake the flock up. I Heart Edition on America's Talk. I've been tested in this game I invested in. Got a name, still lame like the rest of them. Go get her. Wake the flock up. We are back with some bonus. Some bonus. In this one, we can cuss boob shit. Bullshit. You were a big fan of the bullshit, Armando. <laughs> No, he's not. There's a lot of bullshit out there. (laughs) Armando, uh, editor-in-chief of Underground Hip Hop Block, thank you for joining us. This is where you go. Thank you. Concept's an honor to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, man. It's an honor, bro. (laughs) Like, seriously. You're the only one holding it down. Uh, No, I've known Armando for a while already. I've known Armando for a little bit. I've... We, we've came across each other for about three and a half years now, four years now. Yeah, yeah. But let me, we, we didn't get a chance to get into it on the radio show. But now that we got some weekend, some podcast freedom, mm-hmm. uh, what are some of the issues and why have they occurred with people just finding, is it, is it, do you think it's your publication or is it more of a personal thing? Because I've, you know, I've witnessed some of them that I, 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 I told them, like, I don't understand what the problem is. But they seem to have them and occur. Do they occur Because we don't often? promote them. Okay. They don't submit. It's yeah. like, I run into so many individuals like, yo, how come you don't promote me? Whoop-de-woo. But it's just like, how are we supposed to promote you if you don't submit, if you don't take initiative? Right, right, right. And you start um, getting feedback from outside individuals who have no part of Underground Hip Hop Blog and the way we promote. But yeah, like that's the root of, 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 of the majority of the... Uh, situations that happened in the past you know when cats just you know rather than ask asking how it works or you know you know making sure they 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 follow you know the email procedure they just assume this sounds like ego to me right yeah it's the art i dude we're just a goddamn outlet we're just a (laughs) website you feel me they're expecting to that they're so good or the guy's so big that you will reach out to them yeah, there was a specific female artist that yeah. 
I got into an altercation with. I'm not going to mention her, but at the end <laughs> of the day, I try to find out. Hey, look, what? Wh- why are you yelling at me? Yeah. Why? Why you know? Why are you so negative to me? Yeah. Because she basically told me I don't promote her, and I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to, you know, sit here and promote everyone that I listen about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Physical. It's like, dude, we're in the online business. Email us. Right. Am I right? Right, like, right. Like, yo, you want to get on Wake the Flock Up? Yeah. Dude. And Email this, me, right? And this is what I tell everyone. Let's it, let's set up the, 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 the day and let's, let's I need follow an email. protocol. I need an email. You know, I need an email. At the end of the day, it's a business. Yes. This is not... Yeah. Funny games yeah. to us. Yeah. Am no, I right, no, no, look, but, but no, it's not fun funny games. This is what we this is our version of hip hop that we've con- we're contributing, right? And this is what I tell people. Like people think like, oh, he's saving hip hop. He said, dude, the people that might save hip hop might not even be MCs. It might be a super amazing graffiti artist that one yeah, day gets the publicity not, to get to that. Or it might be the hip-hop media that's doing it correctly, bringing credibility back to hip-hop. That might be who saves hip-hop one day. You don't know, you don't, you don't I, know that. I, I respect the people who email us mm-hmm. because they visit our contact page right. and they read what we require mm-hmm. and they do it. Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to do when, you know... I'm from Los Angeles and we're just so oversaturated with independent artists. It's mm-hmm. like, I can't get to everyone. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I am aware of a lot of MCs out here because like at one point my brother was a rapper and we were amongst those groups as well, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, what are we supposed to do when we got dozens of clients that we're working with that are approved and they're from all around the nation? You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's not about you, man. Just get your head out of your ass. It's not all about you. It's, mm-hmm. it's about the culture itself. Right. You know what I'm saying? People forget that. It's easy right? to forget that. Yeah. I've and I'm m- sure you ran into that as well. I was going to tell you, I've met people that are bitter about hip hop, but I feel they, they, I feel that they feel they don't have any other means of living. Yeah. So now they hate hip hop because they have to do hip hop instead of they get to do hip hop. They get to be involved. Now they have to be involved because they're this old. Or whatever, and they never went to school. They don't have any other education. They don't have any other, and they get bitter because of that. It's like anyone. It's like you know they get resentment, you know, and, and they get they, now they resent hip hop. So now it's like, oh, I gotta go do a show, or oh, I don't want to do an interview. Now they become bitter to it, you know. And man, the only artists that I work with on a on a close level are the ones that are not bitter, mm-hmm. that are humble to mm-hmm. every fan, that mm-hmm. design any autograph they want, they, you know they can. Right. You know, they do as much PR as they can because it's about branding. Yeah. You know, all the artists that we're talking about right now, they have no idea about branding. Mm-hmm. They have no idea about running their own dot com. They have no idea how important it is to mm-hmm. brand themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not about being dope on the microphone anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. It's not. It's yep. about, you know, what do you offer? Like, what what are you going to put on the table? Mm-hmm. What I, right? I tell people is like being dope is your base. Like, dude, you should be dope. You should be dope. That should be that's your a requirement. Bo- that di- yeah, that's not a, something extra that's going to make you stand out. That's your base. If you're not dope, go home until you until you come back yeah. with some skills. Now yeah. that you're dope, now that we have this foundation of you being good at what you claim to be, are you professional? Are you dependable? Are you relatable? Yeah. Are you someone that I can have in a business meeting and be able to... Or are you strictly stuck in this, I'm dope, I'm dope, and, I'm dope. And dope, dope, dope. Yeah. It's because... Their inner circle yeah. is telling them that they're dope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. not allowing the public to yeah. determine if they're dope or not. And then, Am and I then, right? And then play so one you track. Can't, you, you can't train 
a dog to sit if he just doesn't want to sit? I I think you can't get a dog to sit if he doesn't have the mentality of thinking like that's what's going to be good for him because these artists don't think that way they don't think like oh i need to get on these blogs and do this stuff no nah, I'm, I'm, I'm lyrical I'm, I'm the super raw i'm gonna make it in the corner it's like dude if you really want to make a living in this business right being dope is your base build on that foundation and move on pause one is a great example of this super dope but he's fluid he can give you this style and then give you that style. Do the master ace track and do the then do the officer a, down track. He has a talent of a professional recording artist. Exactly. And that's why Pause One will have a successful career all throughout his life. Will Pause One win a Grammy one day? I don't know. Pause One can make a track that's featured on a on a movie, that's featured on a show because he understands first it's clear. There's a clarity to Pause One's delivery that allows it to be something more than just something you bop your head to in your headphones. It's beautiful music, right? am I not right? Absolutely. That's why I respect Pause One. But Pause One is grimy dude also. You know, he'll show up with a 40 and wait. Like, he's just that dude. But he understands that there's a time and a place for everything, right? Yeah. Most people, this and that I think comes down to maturity. They're not mature enough to understand that it's a business because you're smoking weed and you're getting drunk all the time at your shows. Right? Something's happening here where they... they they don't realize that a show is a job interview yeah. and the job that you are going out for is to be is to gather more fans at every show right but you, you you're too drunk and high right like you don't have your stage presence down you forget the words in the middle of your tracks like dude you get 15 minutes 15 minutes in those 15 minutes you're supposed to deliver and convince me to follow you home right Convince me to hey when I get up who, to approach you that? after the set and say hey you were dope right but if I hear your vocals in the background right if I see you're sloppy if you have no stage presence if you haven't practiced if it's like okay let's move on to the next guy into the next guy and that's why when I go to these shows I see one jet I'll see like a brother Wilson or I'll see like a slum and I'll be like yo this person obviously practices set. This person obviously has talent, has yeah. delivery, he has presence, right? And there's a lot of artists that are that are very good. Yeah. They just don't have that X factor when it comes to either finding someone that could help them do their marketing or, or their branding, or they just don't want to take initiative and learn marketing and branding. So now what happens is that you and me, the people that have these outlets that we've created with a lot of hard work. And we specialize in that. We specialize yeah. in marketing and advertising. Mm -hmm. We now have to filter through a hundred people to find that one person worth promoting. Right? And worth promoting. Exactly. Worth promoting. <laughs> worth the time. What would they do for worth us, right? Worth the effort. And it's like, look, the artist, might, he might be very successful in his scene, very successful in that corner, very successful in the shows. Is he successful in Iowa? No. Okay, so I'm not looking to back him to get clicks. Like, that's not what you and me, that's not what these... But what they these demand do. Right, right. They expect it. Oh, I'm going to be on Wake the Flock Up, bro. Like, whoo. Like, it's, it's like, dude. I'm, I'm about to get a record deal after I get on Wake the Flock Up. I'm building, I'm building my name like you're building your name. Except mine might be a little further. It's at a different category than yours It's a different is. niche. It's a different niche. It's a different thing that I'm providing to hip-hop. Yeah. You're providing music. I'm providing an outlet. I'm providing real in-depth interviews. Something that can't be, can be found in hip-hop anywhere else. Because what, what happens is Ice-T, shout out to Ice-T, love Ice-T, but I'm just an example. 
uh, MC Blank and Blank, who's who's a historic MC of the new thing, says one day, I want to do a podcast. You can just scroll down the names, bro, and be like, yo, all right, let's get Just Blaze in here. Let's get Brock. And, let's, and it's easy for him to call him up and show up. As a hip-hop fan, there are a few artists that I remember. I would see them across my feed, right? And I wouldn't give them a time of day because they're constantly promoting their own per- their own YouTube, their own SoundCloud, mm-hmm. their own Bandcamp or whatever. And mm-hmm. they're just constantly promoting themselves. And I wouldn't give them the time of day because mm-hmm. it's like everyone does that, right? But then when I would see that same artist on your show, you know, I would see the feed once, feed the feed, feed, uh, see the feed twice. And then I would actually give in and click on it and say, okay, well, look, at least he's on an outlet. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he's about. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the game. Right. It just seems like more of the general public would rather check out an artist that's already on a significant platform rather than just get oversaturated with their individual posts because that's what every artist does on Facebook. Right. Haven't you ever posted something on Facebook and then they're like commenting their YouTube link or their SoundCloud link? It's fucking annoying. That's all they do. Now, or they'll get the friend request. Or check me out. And immediately, like my page. immediately, like I get the SoundCloud page. link in my in my messages. <laughs> like not even like, yo, bro, I really. No, it's just like boop. Or yeah, the comment, their comment is their links, and I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Especially when you're boosting a post, putting some money into that yeah, actual yeah, yeah. post, and yeah. then you see a, a link. <laughs> because the kid knows you're pumping money into it. It's just delete, delete, delete. <laughs> but <sighs> so th- this is this is this is what uh, this is what I'm combating against nowadays, right? Not only does uh, MC Blank and Blank, who has been in the game for 20 years, wants his own podcast. So now people tune in because it's a Joe Button podcast. They're not interviewing. They're not getting to know. They're just sh- shooting the shit with their friends that they happen to be in the game for all this time. And God bless them. They earned the right to do that. I understand that. But don't go and tell me, oh, this is an amazing podcast. Okay, it's a good it's a good listening to it. But is it, is it in-depth? Do you know the artist better when he walks in or walks out of that podcast? My goal is to sit with complete strangers that I've always looked up to yeah. and get them to tell me their deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, and you know what? That domino effect started happening till I, I believe B-Roll TV came out. Mm-hmm. Like when B-Roll TV launched, mm-hmm. it wasn't not, not, nothing special, but they you know gained some traction. Yeah. And then ever since then, out of nowhere, dude, yeah. in the last few years, like all these artists now have their own podcast. Bro, I could set up my phone on a fucking selfie stick on my roof and now it's filming me and now because facebook goes live i can have a show i can pick up a microphone and go talk and now i have a podcast because like all i gotta do is upload it yeah so now like all these other mcs i'm competing against these hundreds of thousands of other podcasts but the thing is the niche is not only did i start far back enough to where i understand the podcasting ways and levels right i can see um I, not only do I have that, I also have the credibility that I've built those years. And now these new podcasts, just Snow the Product wants to put out a podcast. All right, that's awesome. She announces it. And then she sees that it's actually work, and you never hear from that podcast yeah, and again. and the difference between you and everyone else is that you're actually a master at your craft. You've decided to just take this full throttle and, you know, not take being an MC. And then if that was a fail, then, you know. Um, open up a podcast and mm-hmm. take advantage of your current fan base. Like you, 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 you decided to be a master of your craft and learn everything there is to know about the radio business. I had this conversation with you maybe like two years ago. I don't know if you remember. You're like, oh, so what do you want? To, what are you trying to do with the show? Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, you ever heard of Adam Carolla? You're like, yeah, yeah, Adam Carolla. I'm like, dude, Adam Carolla has the number one podcast on the planet. 
You remember yeah, this conversation? You, you were like, yo, he's my biggest influence. He's my biggest influence. I have sat in his studio, I have sat in his chair, and I have used his mic to conduct an interview in his And party. that's what I noticed. I remember that conversation. I got to this level because we had that conversation. You're like, dude, you got you got big dreams. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm going to go 100% on this while providing something new to hip-hop, pro- contributing to hip-hop, and moving it in a positive direction, right? Not sacrificing me to have a racist old rapper here so I can get clicks. No, 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 no. No, I want to do this the right way because I want to be remembered the right way when I'm gone. Say, oh, concept, oh, yeah, he delivered. He had a great podcast. He did this when he was alive. He, he contributed. He contributed to the culture that he loved so much. He became part of the culture and then put himself in a position by hard work, determination, and doing it the right way. I could easily do it the wrong way and perhaps promote the satanic shirts that people want me to rock at their shows. I'm not going to do that. And I've been offered those things. I'm like, dude, I'm not wearing 666 with an upside down. Oh, it's hot, bro. It's hot. Here's two Gs to wear. If I do that, I lose credibility. And now all my interviews mean nothing. Yeah. I got to remember that. It's a tough line to walk, though, because it is a long, longer way to reach the financial freedom that I want. But And in our business, we can never guarantee your future. Right. So we just have to just keep moving forward. Yeah. And just gun ho it, mm-hmm. you know, because I sacrificed everything for this underground hip hop promotion game. You know, I'm learning little by little. I'm learning new techniques. I'm learning how new artists are getting exposed. So I'm just trying to adapt into the new wave and and, and change it up. Mm-hmm. You know, create our own lane of hardcore online promotion where we could actually over exceed and deliver for an, a certain artist. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. trying to, you know get a, a game plan together a formula together and hopefully launch it within a few years where hey look you do this 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 you go to this outlet this mm-hmm. outlet this mm-hmm. outlet this outlet you're gonna have a competitive edge you have a monopoly see, the competitive edge phrase is the most important for me because i'm not going to promise an artist anything that's what i've learned i've i've made a lot of mistakes when you promise an artist hey you're gonna get this this yeah. this that you know what you can never promise them anything but a competitive edge mm-hmm. if you deliver on your product. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just tell them, hey, look, I, you ca- I can't promise you if you're going to blow up, mm-hmm. but I can help you have a competitive edge mm-hmm. because you know what this competitive edge means? You still have to compete. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You still have to compete. You still have to put in the effort. And there's artists that forget that and they think, oh, and I'm on my hip hop blog now. Dude, that was good. Awesome. I made it. I'm. I'll call it hip hop and coffee or... <laughs> I'll call it, you know, Bible of hip hop. Yeah. You know, where it's just like the name alone is disgusting. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no doubt. So, but you have, have you seen, have you seen other blogs try to rise up? We've had several blogs that reached out to us and say, hey, dude, you guys influenced us. And we're like, hey, man, kudos. Yeah. If you guys need any help, just reach out. I'll tell yeah. you exactly, you know, how we did it. Uh-huh. But it was nothing special. You know, it was just the name and, you know, the culture behind us. Mm-hmm. and you know, with Google and and the whole SEO thing, and it just worked out in our favor. Mm-hmm. You know? So you're not leading the way of of hip hop media, right? In a, in a in a world where there anyone can open a blog up at any time, right? Yeah. What do you do to keep the advantage? We we just stay busy. We keep pushing content. Mm-hmm. So a lot of bloggers are unaware if they if 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 they lose one day of publication dude mm-hmm. your rank will skyrocket down mm-hmm. you always have to stay consistent you always have to push content onto your platform because if you don't then how can you stay relevant mm-hmm. you know our art what we do good is to to stay relevant mm-hmm. and we constantly push ads on facebook mm-hmm. we constantly push ads on instagram and most importantly we constantly 
pump ads on Google. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, we came to the conclusion is that we can't beat the machine, but we could compete with the machine. Mm-hmm. Our goal is to never beat the machine because it's not going to happen. That mm-hmm. we live in fa- that's fantasy land, mm-hmm. right? We can't beat Power 106 or we can't beat World Star Hip Hop, mm-hmm. but at least we could compete and you know shake up the grounds you know mm-hmm. make them feel it yeah make, shake make them, them feel that yo yeah. there's an outlet now that's yeah. promoting and, you're like, and we're getting those eyeballs over here now, yeah yeah yeah, you yeah. Know? okay and chances are those kids who are seeing our site from a commercial site will hopefully be influenced by that sound or underground hip-hop and be curious on more artists see that's mm-hmm. the lo- that's the difference between underground and mainstream is that when you get a kid that likes underground hip-hop he's listening to an abundance of artists mm-hmm. when there's a kid that likes mainstream hip-hop he's only listening to about what less than a handful l- less than four or five artists mm. you know yeah it's all about drake or it's all about little wayne yeah or it's all about riffraff right they don't listen to anything else uh-huh. but when it comes to underground hip-hop man the catalog in their heads are just enormous right right it, it is it is because it's a, such a simpler 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 outlets to kind of just maneuver yourself through if you're like i'll give you an example like swollen members is a great example swollen uh, they had a track with uh evidence track with dollar peoples a track with whitey ford a track with blank and a track because they were able to freely move around without the 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 politics and the red tapes of the record labels on being featured on his song and being featured on that song. So they, they opened themselves up Charlie Tuna, Jurassic Five. Like they were able to work well, with these different artists without it's the funny bullshit you, it's of it. It's funny how you mentioned that because how I found out about Swollen Members was mm-hmm. because they had a compilation series called Lyrics of Fury. Oh, first or two? The first one. Oh, great. That's how I found out about Gr- Swollen Members. Great fucking track. And then I was like, yo, who are these kids, you know? Mocha Only. Buck Fifty, yeah, uh, Sun Dubious, yeah, like boom, 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 boom. Abstract Rude, all them, and, and they and they all worked with different people. So to me, it was easy to just who does Swollen work with? Oh, Evidence. Who does Evidence work with? Oh, because that, who does that whole do? record was solid. That whole yeah. compilation was solid. So yeah, I was researching each and each and every one of those MCs. Oh yeah, for sure, because they were so dope. You're like, oh okay, this is great. Who do they work? Who do they work? And now your and now your your repertoire and all this stuff. And then builds. remember Soul Assassins. Soul yeah. Assassins was another great. It branched compilation. off yeah. of that, right? Soul Assassins would be kind of like your disciples of the sick from Cycle Realm, right? Which yeah. is like that extra branch that that reached out from that group, yeah. which is really Cypress Hill. Right. Yeah, they just got a whole bunch of you know yeah. artists together and yeah. made a sick compilation. Mm-hmm. But they were willing to work with each other. So does Underground Hip Hop blog work with other outlets like that, or are you just keeping your? No, own? it's just uh, you know we don't we, we don't network with any other website because why you know because at mm-hmm. the end of the day you know we're trying to dominate on our niche. Mm-hmm. You know we we recently acquired indiehiphop.com, dot com, which I believe is going to do very well, mm-hmm. especially when you you know keyword indie hip hop. What's gonna be, what what kind of website is that going to be? It's going to cater to, you know, like a hybrid towards mainstream and underground, you know, because there's a lot of independent artists now Mm -hmm. that don't want to be considered underground. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a lot of artists like, yo, I don't want to get pigeonholed. Well, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about the artists. It's about the fans, what they want. So I believe there's a lot of fans out there that love independent, just independent music. Right. So why not have the hip hop side of that, that being independent? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. 
So I, I think it's going to do well. But w- what I really believe in is underground hip hop radio, because when that's launched and it's if, and if it's launched properly, it's going to gravitate real quick. There's going to be kids all around the world that's going to be dying for a radio station like this, because I, I know there's an audience. Mm-hmm. I believe that if when I was a kid, I had my certain mentality right about underground hip hop. I know for a fact there's kids out there that were that, that are 16, 17 now that have that same mentality when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know. And they're dying for that outlet. Yeah, the online game is available. Blogs are available. But there's not too many accessible radio stations that you could listen to on a daily basis for free mm-hmm. that only cater to, like, underground hip-hop. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, what underground hip-hop radio station do you know that's spinning Deep Puddle Dynamics or, you know, Virtuoso or Buck 50 or Swollen Members mm-hmm. to begin with? Dude, mm-hmm. like, I don't. Can you recall any radio station playing those those names, dude? Immortal Technique. I don't ever remember that. Realm, but now what happens is YouTube kind of has is a radio station in itself. Correct. You know what I mean? And now, like you're saying, you can't compete with YouTube. But yeah, but see, you people, can't beat YouTube. People, but you can compete with. No, it. I know. But the difference is that people want to be part of that culture. People mm. people want to respect that culture. So mm. I believe with underground hip hop radio, you know, people are going to just pay their respects for that because when they when they hear what we're spinning, they're going to be like, okay they're 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 delivering a stream that we don't have to um put an effort in because when you go on youtube you have to just type it in you know you, you have to put in an effort mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but you know for any kid out there that's in school lunch or any people out there on their exercise routines uh or at their office and they and, and just want to listen to something different you know it's going to be an alternative that's what i'm going to try to capitalize it's just another alternative mm-hmm. you know i'm not here trying to compete with the big wigs but it's going to be a quality alternative and most importantly you're going to be able to listen to the freshest artists all around the nation and you, and a lot of them you've never heard of by submission by submission okay for example yeah you know what i'm saying why not play someone that's good that's dope mm-hmm. let them get the shine mm-hmm. and make sure that they could cross promote make sure that there it's someone worth spinning mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so um so when can we expect that a launch man because you've been talking about it for a while no, already. within a few months, man. Okay, good. Within a few months. You know, I purposely made it a directory. Mm. You know, a lot of people were pissed off that I didn't launch it when I acquired it, um, the domain, Underground Hip Hop Radio, because it wasn't ranked. I was just like, yo, dude, I'm not going to put hundreds of dollars into investments per month. When it's not ranked, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be very stressful. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's currently a directory where I'm promoting a handful of podcasts and hip hop outlets out there. Mm-hmm. And I, pu- I publish on there like a blog and I purposely did that so it could get ranked. Mm-hmm. So now it's ranked. Mm-hmm. You know, when you type in underground hip hop, we're top five all around the world. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and, and that being said, that's very important for the visibility factor. And, and you already know that there's going to be people clicking on it. So I want to make sure from day one, I don't want to take any chances for a kid to click on that link. I want them to remember that radio station. Mm. It's going to be so easy to remember and it's going to be available on any iPhone. It's going to be available on any Android mm-hmm. and we'll be running segments from all across the nation. But most importantly, we're going to be spinning the underground hip hop that you and I were influenced by. Right. That's a you beautiful know, thing. It's a beautiful fucking thing. Yeah. So what can we expect from the blog coming up, though? Do we have any shows? Are you bringing out any other you artists? You know what? what We've we learned to just master at our, you know, to just master at our craft and just stick with what we do best, publications. Mm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if we do 
consider throwing shows in the future, they're all going to be free RSVP events. Okay. Sponsored by Underground Hip Hop Blog and other affiliates. Oh, that's dope. You know, let's say we want to throw a show together. Yeah. It's going to be a free RSVP. Let's get those emails. Uh-huh. Let's pay a good artist. Let, let, let's have kids come in and get exposed to Wake the Flock Up, get mm-hmm. exposed to Underground Hip Hop Blog. Right. I think that's the new wave right now, man, because you know, at the end of the day, man, like the charge for shows, you know, and, and it, it, there's a big headache. You know, right. we're not promoters. Yeah. You know, much yeah, respect to like Ad Hoc and those cats who like, you know, dedicate all their time in the day to promote shows because I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's it a big is nightmare. Very difficult, <laughs> difficult to, to just put it together, you know, and then keeping like we booked tab- DMX, man. Oh. That was a goddamn nightmare. I bet. <laughs> well, well, what, how did that happen? Uh, you just wanted to do a DMX show? We were just like, yo, you know, we don't. Fr- you know, it's funny. All the shows that we've thrown, it's because, you know, we're fans of. Mm. So we're not promoters. We just decided to book them and just get some blog exposure out of it. Let me ask you this. And maybe it might be more into the personal area, but what do you, why do you think there's so many artists that we've listened to back in the days that now kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to say they fell off, but. They just don't stay relevant. They don't put in the effort. You think that's what it is? You could drop classics all day, but if you don't put, stay relevant yeah. in some way, uh-huh. doesn't matter if it's negative publicity or positive publicity. You mean if you don't stay in the eye of the public? Exactly. You have to stay relevant. You know, you have to stay relevant. You have mm-hmm. to be out there. You have to cons- consistently do shows. You have to be that musician. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be that road warrior mm-hmm. that's going all around the nation and mm-hmm. performing all the day. Mm-hmm. And just continue your grind. You know, what's success? You know, see, a lot of these rappers give up because... Their form of success is monetary gain, like, you know, make thousands and thousands of dollars. But there's still underground cats that we listen to this day mm-hmm. that still keep pushing forward regardless mm-hmm. of, you know, monetary gain. They just want to influence as much as they can. And they love the art form, mm-hmm. you know, being a rapper, being an artist, influencing the masses. Um, that's, you know, m- much respect to those cats, you know, because mm-hmm. they're the ones really holding it down. Right, right. All right. Well, dude, thank you for coming out. I appreciate you coming on and joining us, joining us on the show. Uh, the show will air Saturday at 5. So if you're listening to this, tell a friend. UndergroundHipHopBlog.com is where to go to get all your hip-hop news and to see the upcoming artists and all the people that, that Mondo supports as a hip-hop hit himself, which is important, right? I see promoters who don't do hip-hop, who aren't hip-hop, putting hip-hop shows together, and you can tell. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with like, uh, you know, newscasters and stuff. When I watch these uh, hip hop media outlets, I'm like, dude, that kid has no idea who he's sitting next to. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's my number one peeve as like a hip hop head that he, oh, he has Method Man with him and he's like, he's like going through pages. No, what are perfect you? Perfect example. I was at the Kaleidoscope Music Festival a uh-huh. few years back. Yeah. And uh, Aesop Rock was there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Nas was there but like for me as a true underground hip-hop head mm-hmm. like Aesop Rock wasn't getting any of the attention I'm just like dude this guy right here is a legend yeah. in the game yeah absolutely and all these kids are just sleeping on him because like you said it's it's the mainstream push but, yeah you know like you know that's just a perfect example but to me I, I gotta be honest with you like I, I would have a hard time as a hip-hop head if, like, there was Nas here and there was, like, Aesop and they were like, all right, we're both doing interviews, just come get us, I'd be like, uh, uh, You're uh. like, no, you, you would be like, I want the clicks. Yeah, well, no, 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 but I'd be like, first, I get to shake hands with Nas, bro, like, you know. Let me shake Nas's hand, but I'm going to interview Aesop Rock. 
<laughs> right? Just on that level. No, dude, like, uh, the we're, we're working on Premiere. He's coming because, down. Because, well, you have to see it like this. Like, you're wake the fuck up. You're underground. So yeah. let all the other news media sources flock to Nas. Yeah. And no one's going to flock to Aesop Rock. So then you're right there dedicated oh, I to I get that Rock. exclusive. That, that exclusive. <laughs> no, we're, we're, like, I'll give you an example. We're working on Premiere, right? We're, Premiere's coming down, and we've already talked to these people. But there were also, like, a Chino. I'm a huge Chino. Chino is in my top five of all time, right? And I remember having a conversation with young Baca and uh, who was it? Baca and Raskas. When we were interviewing Raskas, and that's the Raskas, like, yo, bro, like, we got Premier coming out. But, you know, honestly, dude, like, I'm more excited about the Chino interview, though, like, because Chino is my, like, and Baca turns to me, like, dude, you're crazy. You're crazy. You rather have a Premier interview or a Chino interview than a Premier? I'm like, it's not that I'd rather, is that I, I just want to shake Chino's hand. Like, that's how much of a fan I am of that dude. I'm, I'm super excited to Premier, of course, bro, it's Premier. Right, but as a, as being realistic to myself as a hip hop fan, like Chino, really, really, that's really the one I'm, I'm truly looking forward to at the, at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just just because I stay real to me, and I don't have to pretend to go this way to get these views to get these likes, dude. That the views and the likes are gonna come. That that'll happen. But the opportunity to sit with Chino and the all the questions that I've ever wanted to ask him. And meet him and get the get the get the mentality of certain instances in his life. That's that's rare, and that's what makes Wake the Flock up so special to me. It's that I don't I'm not here to cater to you just because you're hot. You know what I'm saying? Like that's super dope. But I want to sit with the Reverie or I want to sit with a this cat. It's lower grade, at least in some people's eyes. But to me, it's like they're real. It's realistic. It's who I listen to. It's who I've been a fan of. It's who I support. I want to sit with them. You know what I mean? That's what's important. And that's what Underground Hip Hop Blog does so much, does so well. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I bring Kyle Bent to you. Cool, Kyle Bent. He's he's, yeah. a, he's a revolutionary artist, man. Yeah. Like that was just one little snippet that you heard of him. But man, dude, if you if you dig into his catalog, it will blow you. And away. you've seen how I do it. So we, you, I, this is the radio version. So very very well structured, very cut down to time, and very, you know clean. But I, I, you know, my my heart and soul is always gonna be in the in the in the podcast. That's when we can really just. Drop as many n bombs as we want, mm-hmm. which is very important to me because I drop like four or five per sentence. I just <laughs> so it's important to have that freedom with the artists. You know what I mean? So undergroundhiphopblog.com. Go follow them. Check them out. Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Right? Mm-hmm. U G H H blog. Cool. And wake the flock of Dane. You already know. Tell a friend. Tell your moms. Tell your coworkers. Go to the website. Download the podcast weekly every Wednesday. You'll find a brand new interview. Right now we have. Joseph Rose, Canadian rapper, uh, Matt Child, protege type dude. So, he's a warrior, right? Yeah, he's a warrior. Yeah, he's he's a also a warrior. warrior. Yeah. So, you know, that connection happened naturally and it made sense. And see, I've never heard of the guy before. Joseph Rose. Never heard of him until, gonna, until he was on your platform. And, that's and now thing. I'm considering blogging about him. <laughs> and I'm going to tag you on it. Watch. Yeah. I'm going to blog about him. Don't be poaching, then, bro. I don't appreciate then, that. I'm going I'm to I'm tag you on it. Yeah, that's pretty you, good. You're going to see how that works. <laughs> okay, cool. I want to see how it builds. So, Mondo, thank you for joining us. Concept 714. Each one, teach one. Remember that. It's important. Each real, one, Real, recognize out real. That's right. Peace. You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network.